Hello everyone! Welcome back to the Rainbow Dice Club. We are an LGBTQ2IA plus actual play D&D podcast. Uh, my name is Lex. I am your dungeon master for today. My pronouns are they, she. I am accompanied by our wonderful, wonderful group of four. We've got Ari, Weira, Dusty, and Sapria. You guys can introduce yourselves as you please. Hello, I am Sapria, otherwise known as Zoop, and my pronouns are she, her. I play Ziva, whose pronouns are also she, her. And I'm your cat who wakes you up in the middle of the night, seemingly begging for food. And when you get up, I take your spot. It is my spot now. <laughs> Diabolical. The audacity. I am Ariana. My pronouns are she, her. I play Alora Spinnel Spark, whose pronouns are also she, her, and Ziva. I don't know what's happening. <laughs> <laughs> My name is Dusty. My pronouns are she, they. I play Ivy Nightbreeze Tinkerfay, and I have nothing for once. I like it. <laughs> think they're tired drink in the silence everybody i will be quiet for a little bit so quiet a church mouse would think no you're doing it now you're doing so it now. you have a thing you got a thing now <laughs> hello everyone my name is Wayra. my pronouns are she they and i play varus whose pronouns are he they and um have we still on that track about uh ziva being a perfectly normal human nope <laughs> yes okay We've Just checking, you know. I'm even more double down because I totally believe she was a perfectly normal human beforehand. This week, we're shouting out Roxanne B, creator of Snakes and Wolves, inspired by Metal Gear Solid, a TTRPG that forces players to count their moves as they complete a mission and debate their own morality. Follow her at Fear of the Dark on Twitter and check out the links in our show notes. All right. So before we get started... <laughs> Just some content warnings. Today's episode includes emotional distress, profanity, panic attacks, and reference to religious cults. Last time, we saw our wonderful group head to the Nishadi Temple in Dragon's Nest. Ziva was invisible for the vast majority of it. The other three did their very best to get information from some of the people who work there and worship Nishadi. They learned more about the religion and dug into the secrets surrounding the crater in Dragon's Nest, as well as the Order of Nishadi and the name Kalian. It was revealed that Kalian looked a whole heck of a lot like Ziva, and supposedly was the leader of the Order of Nishadi, which was a cult. She reportedly was killed when the meteor hit the top of the Masqueradas Mountains, creating the crater that we know and love today. As we were leaving our heroes, a name drop caused Ziva to wild surge and break her invisibility. She heard the name The Core Four, set things on fire, and they were asked to leave and come back later. So I think as we're, we're going to say that we're walking out of the church, out of there right now. Yeah, you're going to start making your way over to the guild, the Taric Astrum Guild of Dragon's Nest. You have to kind of walk past a couple of small, modest homes that are in between the temple and the guild, but it's really not that far away. It's maybe about a five minute walk between the two buildings. So as we're walking out, um, I think that I'm probably like looking over my shoulder to make sure no one's following us out um, and kind of probably have like my arm around Ziva. What the heck happened in there? I don't know, but I would like to assure you that I am only 20. I am not like 655 and the leader of a cult. Um, Ziva, that didn't happen 655 years ago. That happened 25 years ago-ish. The event happened 20 years ago. Okay, but I'm still 20, and it's not like I'm, like, 60. And no, like... We, we understand that. We know. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yes, no, we don't think you're actually her pretending to be a 20-year-old girl, do we? No, 
No. Cool. I, I didn't, didn't either. Um, what we're wondering, well, I'm wondering, what the fuck is the call for? I would like, I would like Varys to do a history check for me. Ooh, Varys. All right. Starting the night off right. Um, it's a twenty-three. So you know you're you're vaguely familiar with the name. It doesn't have as visceral reaction in your mind as it does for it, Ziva. You know that you recognize the name as being an adventuring party that was based out of Kalar years ago that died on a mission. You don't say that out loud, do you? No, uh, I say I've heard of them. I believe they're based out of Kalar, correct? They're my family. Ziva, are they the ones who found you? They're the ones who gave me my name. I haven't seen them in a really, really long time, though. Why not? I don't know. I mean, maybe someone's captured them or locked them up somewhere. Or, you know, now that we're finding out that people do travel on planes, maybe they got stuck on another plane somewhere. You're or... very nonchalant about the idea of your... um compatriots being dead they're not dead no one said anything about dead right Varys looks everywhere but at them okay but you just said that they may be captured or i'm gonna find them being held somewhere ivy wants to roll insight on Varys uh because he's acting really fucking shifty back there so ivy rolls Ivy rolled a 19. He looks like he's looking for the stars, um, and he rolled a natural 20 at, for a total of 24. She definitely thinks that he's looking for stars in the middle of the day, which is interesting. <laughs> Ivy nudges. Everyone's just getting weirder and weirder. Ivy nudges him a bit and said, Bez, we should probably listen. Uh, I'm sorry. Um, Are you all right? Peachy. Is that why you're traveling? Yeah. Okay. Uh, did they ever tell you how they found you? Oh. Or... I mean, they've been gone for 16 years. So I feel like four may have been too young to have that conversation. Okay, that's fair. They're definitely alive. This is the party that, um, that went up the mountain after the meteor crashed. They're... Is that who they are? The Like the famous adventuring party? According to the guy back there. Okay. And the meteor hit 20 years ago and you are 20 years old and they are the party that went up to the mountain and they are also your family. So just going to put some pieces together here. Is it possible that you were a survivor of that? crash as a Ziva, child. Ziva's giving you this face that's like, do you, do you really, do you really want to put things together right now? <laughs> I think that, um, I think that it might be, I know that we barely know each other, um, but something very strange is happening and you seem to be at the center of it. And I think that you need to either be a little bit more honest with us or start to come to terms with like the reality of the situation that might be happening right now. I mean, it sounds like, it sounds like we have to go back and talk to that lady tonight. I don't know what the truth is, but my name day was 20 years ago on this day, which is the day that the core four named me Ziva. That's what I know. And I have to find them. Oh, Ziva, it's your name day? What a day for all this to happen. As you're talking about this stuff, you guys are going to be approaching the Tarek Astrum lab. Um, you guys walk up to another stone building, but you do see a metal, kind of metal constructed building in the back with a large observatory that's pointed up at the sky. In this world, we have multiple scientific guilds that are all oriented around different real world sciences. A lot of the labs, especially in small towns, tend to be mixtures of two or more denominations just due to the fact that it's a small town. So this is the Tarek Astrum lab that focuses on earth sciences, so the Tarek, and astronomy and astral sciences, essentially. So we've got people looking at the ground and people looking up at the, up at the skies, essentially. This, uh, uh, Lara would know, would recognize a sigil on 
on the front door that two sigils, one denoting the Astrum side and the other, the other, the Taric side of the lab, um, just indicating that these are guilds. These are official places of science and research. Okay. I need to run into this lab here really quickly and I'll pull like letters, two letters out of my pocket. Um, and I'll have like my, uh, my official guild badge. It's the real one, not a fucking fake saying that I am from the lab in Citrine. Um, do you all want to see what I do? Uh, really quickly, I guess. Yeah, sure. Sure. Why the fuck not? As Ivy had said, couldn't get any fucking worse. (laughs) And we will walk into the lab, I guess. You walk in and you see an open space one more time. This time there are a bunch of different tables. This, This seems to be the Tarek side. So you see a bunch of stones that are along the wall, like in... Uh, glass cases and everything with labels and different isotope markers and all sorts of different sciencey things. And you see a few people working on different samples, doing different analyses of the soil, of the different rocks, everything like that. Over farther away, you see closer towards the back, which you would assume would be the Astrum side of the lab. You see some more people hurriedly kind of rushing around with data stacks of paper that you would assume would be data going back and forth towards where the telescope is in the like near the observatory area and you see a few you see a few offices one of one of which is clearly occupied and the others are open and vacant um is there anyone around that looks like they would be taking people who are just walking in or is it like you just walk in and so you walk in this doesn't this one is a very small town lab they really don't have like a receptionist or anything okay you see a tall orcish man with dark green skin and shortly cropped black hair at the front at the Tarek side sees you walk in and just goes sorry this is not visiting time can i help you with anything yes hi um I'm Alara Spinelspark. I'm from uh, the Royal Spot Lab of Citrine. And I'll I'll kind of like walk up and, and show my badge. Oh, oh, wow. Oh, you're like official. Holy crap. We don't get many of you guys around here. Yeah. What What can I can I point you in the right direction or something like? Well, yeah. So um, first, I just wanted to see if if you guys have some kind of communication service, um, either back to the lab in Citrine or um, to the one in Halsvier. Oh, like sending stones or any type of. Well, you'll have to get some uh, you'll have to get approval from from Oros. He he's the one who who helps with that stuff for the most part. And yeah, you got to talk to him. But there there are some some sending stones. I don't know if they go directly to those labs. I'm sure with the Royal Spot Lab, there's there's got to be something. I mean, we work with them a lot. Awesome. Cool. Um, I work directly. Um, well, mostly. Well, I was. Now I've been traveling for a while. But um, oh, you're in your you're in your five years. I am. Yes. Um, coming to an end. Oh, wow. Yeah. Um. So, I'll look back at them because I think I'll realize that like I'm supposed to be with like my like other scientists. Um, new friends, just kind of showing them around. Oh, are they not from the lab too? Or nope. I'm by myself for now. I guess as long as you. As long as you can vouch for them that we're not that they're not going to mess up any of the experiments like no. And he look this person, he looks over at all of you guys and just goes, I, I ask that you please don't touch anything. I know that they just look like rocks, but and nobody really cares about geology, but it's it's science. Leave it alone. I won't touch a thing. So real quick. Okay, well, for, I'm going to hand the letters. Can you can you mail these? Uh, do you have like a a, a postal service uh, that I can get these out to the other labs? Or you can drop these off out at the at the post office. It's over by the. Okay, yeah, no worries. I just wasn't sure if you. I'm sorry, we just don't have. No, no, no. Yeah, totally fine. We we have to make runs ourselves for it, and it's just okay. If you have any, I can head there because I really do need to send these off. But um, oh, actually, and he goes and grabs like a small stack of paper that's like already in envelopes. And he's just like, it's more than you should probably be just carrying. But he's just like, oh, you think you could take all of these? 
I'm going to like pull one in my pocket and it's just going to stretch a little bit too big. Um, you can just drop them right in there. Ooh, expanding pockets. I like it. And he drops them all in there. Thanks. By the way, Ziva is uh, currently um, sort of leaning towards Varys and being like, you know, speaking of, of missing groups of friends, Alara had mentioned something about some missing friends that I think may have died in the mines and... We should probably check in with her about that later. I shall add it to the list of things I will check in with you all about later. She's doing a really good job of keeping herself centered, despite this great loss. I'm in my element, baby. Ivy leans over and goes, when the fuck did she say that? Well, she didn't say that they died, but she did seem very cagey about the fact that they're not here anymore. Okay. Well, we all have demons. I suppose they could also be captured. They could also be captured. Ziva just melts my fucking heart. Like, I literally <laughs> just can't even. Like, the innocence is... It, you know? I can't. It's funny. Varys didn't think that he had any conscience to pull on, and she's fucking managing it somehow. <laughs> <laughs> Ivy is going to say, hey, can I, can, can I, um, like, link my arm through yours? Yes! Okay, she's going to do that. Sort of, like, to keep Ziva near <laughs> us. From touching, from from touching anyone, anything. From stealing. I will say, now, you're, if you rolled sleight of hand to steal anything, you're at disadvantage, and Ivy will have to roll um, insight to notice, or perception. If you steal from Ivy, it should be at advantage, no. She was specifically <laughs> requested, quite politely, not to take anything, Aww. or not to touch anything. That's Ziva's kryptonite. The rest of the time, nobody asked, so she just thinks it's okay. <laughs> Um, okay, so I slipped the letters into my pocket. Um, oh, so yeah, about these rocks, have you guys like noticed anything strange about them? There, there are some weird ones around here. I can't, I know that, look, I really, I do want to talk to you about all this stuff, but I technically have to get everything approved by Oros first. So you gotta, he's, he's. You know what? He probably is going to like it if that you're there. He's in a meeting with Kedani, who's the, the Astrum, Astrum head and this other guy, you just got to see who it is. You're going to be oh. so surprised. Okay. Can we sit in? Just um, just knock on the door. They're just they're talking about logistics stuff and I I have a feeling okay. that all of them can kind of help you. Sure. What's your name by the way? My name? It's Archer. Archer, thank you so much. Um I'll be like, "Come on. This shouldn't take too long." Um but maybe we can get some information. And he just points you in the direction of the one office that's closed. Okay, cool. So I will knock on the door. Knock, knock, knock. And you you hear a kind of gruff voice just go, uh, who who is it? Um, I'll kind of like poke my head through, I guess. Um, hey, hi. Um, so sorry to interrupt. Um, I'm Alara, uh Alara Spinelspark from the um Royal Spot Lab of Citrine, and I'll like put my badge. And you you look at you've been confronted with this this you've been confronted with this gnome, this gnomish man with long red hair and and light skin and dark brown eyes and he he just looks at you and goes oh oh of course yes come on in this is wonderful please please uh what can i help you with oh pardon pardon my friends and he like ignores them and he's like tell me tell me he's just excited to talk to someone ivy leans over to varus and goes i think this is the first time we've actually been welcomed into a place that hasn't been the tavern I'm kind of su- being surprised that Alara is actually hot shit. Like, what? Yeah. <laughs> we should get ourselves badges like that. Join the labs. I made you awesome. <laughs> and you said that this is, I, you said I know this person? The man you're talking to, the, the gnomish man, he is Oros Yebin. He is the, okay. the Taric scientist, the head Taric scientist in Dragon's Nest. Mm-hmm. He is a small man because he is a gnome. and. You don't recognize him. You don't know him for anything. But he, the name Royal Spot, you know that Rohis Royal Spot is like not just the head of their sciences in their town, but the head of their sciences in all of Oria. Yeah. So their name is they are hot shit. They are very much hot shit. And so that and especially 
Let's see. Yeah. Even though this isn't like a Strue lab, like the mechanicals, mechanical labs or anything, the name Rohis Royal Spot coming from the Royal Spot Guild, the lab, that immediately gives you a lot of clout in this environment. Cool. Yeah, no, um, I, I just I, I was traveling with my um with my group and uh we had planned to come here you know it just kind of coincided with the with the falling star festival oh well well you know he points to uh the uh, to the woman who's in the room um this average height woman looks at her and goes well this is this is ketany she she's the she's the head astrum scientist so if you have any questions about you know, the science behind the Falling Star Festival or anything like that, you know, that you probably saw they're they're running around crazy. There's so much stuff going on over there. Yeah, it's um, I mean, we have questions about both, to be honest with you. Um, the the geology side of things, the rocks in this area. Did you see my my post at the at, at the town hall? Did you bring rocks for me to look at? I, there have been so many weird um, ones. Well, yeah. There are. So have you found any anything like uh, very abnormal? What what have you all been finding so far? Well, we've just found some they some that emit energies and some that refract light in a very weird way. Yeah. Others that, you know, you look at them in one light and they look like one stone. You look at them in another and they're a completely different gem. Fascinating. It is. It's absolutely bizarre. These have been popping up for they've been popping up here and there for years, but they've gotten way more frequent that they've come up in the past year or so. Do you think it's because they're digging deeper into the mine or that could be part of it? It could also be, you know, we got those 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 earth tremors. Yes. Those that might have shifted some things in the dirt that made other ones available. I don't know. Can you please make a perception check for me or what your sure. what's your passive? No, my no, it's not. It's like ten. What's everyone else's passive perception? My passive perception is twelve. Sixteen. Eighteen. All right. Ziva and Ivy. Ziva and Ivy, you will have noticed that there was a third person in this room that no one has acknowledged. Um, he is standing kind of at the far end of the hall or of the, of the room with his back against the wall, and he, he does look elven. Ivy would recognize that. He looks elven, um, very tall, very slender man. And he's just sitting, like standing there, kind of observing and listening in on everything that's going on. And just, he's not making many faces. He's not making himself overly known, but you guys notice that he's there. The other two, you have not clocked a third person in that fucking room. No, I'm, pro- I'm hyper, yeah, I'm hyper focused as always. Can Ivy walk over and in Elvish say, uh, so what do you think of all this? Oh, he looks at you in, in Elvish and goes, well, to be honest, it's it's all just very interesting to me. I'm just here as a passive observer at this point. It's bizarre. I've never seen anything quite like it in all my years. Um, Ivy nods and, and she goes, I agree. I, I haven't seen anything like this either. Um, and Ziva, since our arms are linked together, Ziva's standing there and she has no idea what, she, what they're saying. So <laughs> she she starts speaking in Dwarvish. He he looks at you and in perfect Dwarvish goes... Yes, he does. <laughs> goes, what did you say, Ziva? <laughs> yeah, what did you say? I'm just talking so I can feel like a part of this conversation. <laughs> too. He, he responds in perfect Dwarvish and, and says... That's perfectly fine. I completely understand. It is a little awkward when people are speaking a language you don't, and you've been clearly pulled from the other side of the room over here. <laughs> so you're perfectly fine, my darling. What were, what were your names? He says in, in common to both of you. M- my name is Ivy. I'm Ziva. Wonderful. Ivy, Ziva. Can I get an insight check on mm-hmm. this person? Mm-hmm. Go ahead. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. Mm-hmm. Can I... Mm-hmm. Does Varys notice this interaction now? Do a um, perception check to see if you actually would care about it, really. It's more like you probably would be aware that they're talking and in the corner. But like, do you care? That's a 24. Wow. What are you what do you what are you trying to look for? Is he he's acting very nice towards us, but is he like the creepy overhead mastermind that is? 
you you get that he very much is a passive observer right now. Like he he is not an over like an overlord in any way. Like he's just there. You don't get innate dishonesty or nefariousness. No, but you but Ziva, you do not get anything innately terrible coming from this person or anything like that. Like he seems like a genuine person. Okay. And he looks at the two of you and in common goes, well, just to be fair, my name is Alessandra. It is wonderful to meet you. I I used to do quite a bit of the, you know, the active side of science, but I, I have since retired and am, I'm just here out of pure curiosity. Retired at such a young age? <laughs> he laughs. He's like, I know I look young-ish. I mean, he looks over at Ivy and goes, I'm sure you understand. I am by no means young. And... It's always nice to just enjoy your time if you can. Ivy nods and goes, yes, I I understand the age thing. I'm not in any shape or form old myself. I'm honestly still kind of coming up on my adulthood. Um, But, and she turns to Ziva and she goes, elves can look young for a very, very long time. And it's honestly kind of cool. (laughs) I know, but he looks very young. Varys, what did you roll on your perception check? I rolled a uh, 16 in total. Okay, so you would have noticed it and you would have been like, oh, well, that's, they're talking to a random guy that I didn't really pay attention to. Like, you probably would would care about it at this point. Um, Alara is still, almost definitely still engrossed in conversation with the other two. Um, Have you found any, by chance, that seem to be holding um, magic? Um... well, well, I guess the not. I don't really know what you mean. Like rocks can't hold magic like that. You've got to carve runes in them. You got to do other stuff. You know. Yeah. But there are some that give off a very, very weird power. Mm-hmm. It's never the same. It never seems to be all the like exactly the same between the two, between any two, even if they seem similar. But no, I, I, I we don't really. You know, we don't work with magic here um we keep things very very scientific so no we're not finding magic in stones magic doesn't exist in stones you know this yeah sorry sorry yeah um i think ziva and ivy both look at alessander and go there's magic in stones yeah no sorry um out on the five year not everyone sees things the way that we see them here in the guilds but I, apologies, I I, I didn't. No, mean I just to... I wanted to make sure yeah. your head was head was focused. Yeah. You know, we don't My we're not dabbling is... with any of that arcane no, stuff. We're we're not. very much focusing on the hard the hard truths. Gotcha. Okay. Well. I am obsessed with the way you said arcane like it's a drug, <laughs> <laughs> or like it's a myth. What? Yeah. <laughs> okay, I guess I'll look to um, Katani. Is it Kedani? So you're the head of the Astrum side of things here. Um, yes. I've been really excited to kind of come and get to see the um, the festival. Yeah, I mean, the tourists like it. It's a pretty sky show, you know. It, there's so much more behind it. You know, we do a lot of star charting, star mapping, and looking up at all of the other stuff going on in the sky. And as she's talking, you you do notice at this point she's got a small little rat on her shoulder. Hmm. <gasps> That's just camped out there. Wait, so does that mean that you predicted the crash of the meteor 20 years ago? Oh, that was that was such an oversight. I was not head uh, this town didn't exist before then, but I also was, you know, I was just starting out. I was I was in my I was in my 5 years. I I really I wasn't focused on it, but that was a huge oversight. As far as I know, like reading all the papers, no one predicted it. It was a complete, complete, completely messed up phenomenon. One of the one of the meteors must have been less like something arcane. Oh, God, no. Get your head out of the clouds. <laughs> she she winks at Alexander. Oh, I'll look at I'll look at Ziva and just go, oh, Ziva, you are just she, she's, she's a jokester. So funny all the time. She when you kind of shush Ziva and it's just like, haha, she's a jokester. Uh, Kedani looks at you and just goes, yeah, it was there was absolutely nothing arcane about it. It was it was a freak accident that 
with the technology at the time, we couldn't have predicted, you know, I'm sure we could predict it now. We're, we're not predicting anything like that this time around, but that's part of the reason why we're all running around so much right now, you know, got to make sure that those, those predictions are accurate. Meaning that nothing else crashes down tonight. Oh, exactly. I mean, I mean, at this point it's kind of moot because we wouldn't, we wouldn't be able to, we wouldn't be able to evacuate in time, but you know, kind of gives the the population, gives the tourists a bit of a extra sense of security, if you understand what I'm saying. Yeah. So basically tonight is just just like a pretty pretty stars for yeah. for the people. Nothing that really interests you all. No, I mean, we've done our we did our calculations and for once it's dark out tonight, we're actually going to be looking at other parts of the sky while, you know, the light pollution is low in other parts of Oria. You know, we're not going to be looking at the stars right above us. We're going to be looking at other areas. So this is honestly, this is very interesting to me because it feels to me is is this Alara's first brush with like real magic? A no, lot of real magic. No, no, no. Yeah, no, it no. is absolutely not. So, mm -hmm. so why why did these other how did these other people go through their five year stints not understanding that magic exists in the world? It's more so that people are there are some people who very much while they might ex and be like, yeah, some people say that there's magic. It's more like it's intentions and just kind of putting the effort out there. But there's an explanation for everything. Like some of these some scientists truly are. There's an explanation for everything, even if it to everyone else goes. It's magic. They can go. No, there's explanation for it, even if in this world that doesn't make sense. So, yeah, there's just some scientists that are super like against magic because i think right they think that science is like better than magic there's a lot of like snobbery i think that goes on academic elitism yeah mm -hmm. for real. exactly exactly and a lot of gatekeeping information okay um i don't know i mean i know it's probably going to sound very silly to you but i'm actually quite excited to see the stars i've heard that they are really really um beautiful it's, it's not silly i mean there's a reason those of us in the astrum sciences fell in love with the stars yeah. So maybe there's a bit of an astrum scientist in you yet. Maybe. Um, all right, Kadani. Um, it was really nice to talk to you. And I think at this point, I'll probably glance around the room. Yeah, you probably at this point would have noticed the third person. Do I recognize this person? You don't recognize him. Okay. You don't know his face. Uh, but okay. he's. He, we're going to swing back over to that conversation. He's looking at Ivy and Ziva. And he looks at you both and it's just like, well, it seems like your your friends they they seem to be interested in some other some other goings on. What what do you think? What's what's been going on that brought you all here? Well, originally I was looking to start a quest. Oh, um, that's so quaint, right? And um, you know, someone's about to get punched in the face. <laughs> that sounds like um, one of those old. It sounds like one of those old old tales of going up a mountain to get a quest and start your journey. Old tales straight from like the Feywild, right? Those places that don't oh. exist. But anyways, no, well, they they used to at least used to exist. Yeah. But closing a portal wouldn't make something not exist. Anymore. Well, not in this plane of re of reality, at least. You know that rocks can be magic, right? Rocks can be imbued with magic, yes, but they don't, they're not magic. They're not like little stones you pick up and suddenly they're magic. Not typically. I mean, granted, I've heard of it. It's interesting. I've gotten information to the contrary recently, but it's not really my area of expertise. Oh, really? So. Do you have any of these, of these rocks that, that I can take a look at? No, they were all taken from me. I thought straight up he was going to say, do you have any area of expertise? And I was going to swing. <laughs> I thought he was going to say, oh, do you have any area of expertise? And I was going to swing. I really like how protective we are over each other already. <laughs> do you have any of these rocks that you say that you seem to be alluding to? I am. No, all rocks have been taken from me. Can you make a deception roll? Because you definitely still have a rock. Oh no, the grandpa. But I don't the need that rock. rock. <laughs> All rocks have been taken from me. Um, that is <laughs> that is a ten. He knows you're lying. <laughs> but does he know that I'm not lying to him so much as lying to 
<laughs> to me? He well, he he knows <laughs> he knows that he knows that you're lying and he just looks at you and goes, "I understand being protective of certain things. I won't press you much further. If there's any that you or your compatriots are willing to show me, that would be wonderful. Um I just merely want to take a look." Ivy rolled a 16 on the insight on that. So she's going to look at Ziva and go, what the fuck, Brock, do you have? <laughs> yeah, there we go. Uh, oh my god. And she holds out her hand for that, for the rock. Oh no. I was no. saving this. You don't have to give it up. For a moment. Don't give it up. <laughs> if you can convince Ivy that it's not magical in any way, she will not take it from you. But at this point, okay. she has every reason to take it away from you. She whispers to Ivy, it's this rock that looks like an old man that fell that that uh, Alara gave us a while ago, but I don't think there's anything special about it other than it looks like an old man. Can I make a perception check to see if I f- pick up on the fuckery yes. that's happening right yes, now? Yes, you can. Okay. <laughs> both of you can. Both both for Alara once, Alara is picking up on the fuckery <laughs> that's happening. I think Varys is very much like moving, like is closer to the group and just like keeping an eye on them because that's a 10 so this guy sees Varys kind of inching towards everything and he leaves Ivy and Ziva to deal with the rock situation (laughs) (laughs) that's fair that is so fair and he walks away and just goes he looks over at Varys and just goes you've got some very interesting friends I'm sure they're a lot of fun to keep around it's never a dull moment that I can assure you (laughs) What do you, have you heard anything about these rocks? I'm I just I'm dumbfounded. I can't believe you, that so many magical or seemingly magical stones are are here. I'm just as surprised as you. We've run into a few, to be fair. Very strange. Huh. Interesting. And what was your name? Varys. And you? Oh, <laughs> pleasure, Varys. My name is Alessander. And he holds out a hand and shakes it. They sh- and Alessander shakes hand- his hand firmly, and he goes, You have a decorum that is missing in certain areas, and I greatly appreciate it. The feeling is mutual, believe me. It's been a while since I've met someone with the same mannerisms. It, it's, it is strange, you know, you get out, get out of the city, and suddenly everything is so casual. Very true. But there's a certain... Charm to it, I suppose, is the right word. Fair enough. It is quite quaint. <laughs> Very true. What brings you all the way out here? Oh, mere, mere curiosity. I I truly just, at this point in my life, want to let other people do the hard work and let me just learn. I can respect that. You've been in the field a while, have you? Oh, hundreds of years at this point. Some say I started it. And at this point, Ari, um, Alara would definitely have noticed this man. And you would have overheard the name Elisander. You know that he is the founder of all of the scientific guilds in Oria. You would have read some of his papers. You would know that, again, it's un- it's it's strange for him to have left Kalar. But also the fact that he's talking about being retired, that's not new news to you. You're like, Would Alara feel like she is in the presence of somebody? Yes. Who, okay. Who's like very a, important. A star. Like you would view it as like being around a celebrity. Okay. What do I know about his like personality? Like, is he a dick? Like what do, what do people think about him? You don't know much. He's very secretive. He's very secretive. He is, he can be a little bit, I mean, as most academics in the high high side of it all can be a little bit, a little bit stuck up. Fair. But he also, you know, as far as you know, has also donated to a lot of charities, has given a lot. He's done a lot for the entirety of, of Aurea. That was my, yeah, that's what I was trying to figure out is like, what would my reaction be? Okay, so I think that when I hear his name, uh, when I hear him introduce himself, I will stumble my way forward <laughs> um or maybe not i think i would let that probably let that conversation play out but as soon as there was like a a dip in the conversation i never in a million years would have won a bet if someone told me that i would run into you in this place it's very nice to meet you he looks at you and his long his long silver hair he's got violet eyes they're very purple you look he looks at you through his half moon glasses and 
and he he you are a tall person, but he is taller than you. He's about Varys's height. He's quite tall. Okay. He's a little shorter, but not quite. He's still quite tall. And he looks at you and just goes, "Ah, did I hear that you came all the way from Royal Spot, the Royal Spot Lab?" Yes. Um, I'm Alara. Alessandra Delange. Pleasure to meet you. And I'll put my hand out. He firmly grasps it and shakes it and it's just like, it's always an honor to meet some of the young minds in the field. It makes such a difference to see that everything is continuing to move forward. Yes, um, thank you. I'm, I'm, I'm really happy to be out here tra- traveling. Um, what are you doing here? Well, I came out of mostly curiosity. I heard about the stones and then <laughs> just happened to come during the festival. I also, I have not seen this festival before, despite, despite how long I've been in Aurea. I, I just, it's a wonderful, wonderful spectacle that I've heard of. Yeah, I've heard tonight is the best night, so definitely don't miss it. Um, and the rocks, yeah, super weird. Have you heard anything about it? Heard? Yeah. Um, have you? S- well, I guess I can tell you if I couldn't tell anyone else, but, um. I'm pretty sure there's like a weird thing going on with the Masqueradas Mining Company. Um, I actually wrote about it in this letter that I was sending back to the Royal Spot Lab because I think it's way over everyone's head. All you have to do is walk into the mines and pick up a couple of rocks. There is very strange things going on. Interesting. And they are trying to keep it secret. And you can just walk in without anything? Mm, Well... No. Uh, well, maybe you can, actually. I don't know. Um, I got in there twice pretty pretty easily, actually, both times. And I, I um I found some some very interesting things. Uh what did what did you find? I, I truly just rocks. The same the same thing that um that or- Do a deception roll for me, because you did not find sure. just rocks. I know, I know. <laughs> I'm not giving up my rocks. <laughs> If you have to, Varys will give up one. Ha! Huh, I don't know. That is 19. Can I t- can I take this moment to ask if um, Ivy's if he if this guy is such a big name, would Ivy's dad know of him? Yes. And like have talked about him. He would know. So you might have heard the name in passing, but it's not something that would have stuck out to you too much. Okay. But your father would know about this person. I got a 19. While while this is going on and Alara is firmly, firmly distracted, Zeevil will whisper something under her breath and pull out the old man rock to show. Oh my god, no! I don't wanna I don't wanna reveal what it is, but she will she will whisper something and then she will pull out the old man rock. Well, first, if you're gonna whisper something, I need you to make I need you to make a persuasion throw. Oh yes. Right. A what? What are you yeah. whispering? Okay, that is a twenty. All right, then you pass. What's happening? Okay. Uh, I'll let. Uh, I'm gonna let Sapria come out with it when when she's ready for it. Okay. Yeah. But so we she, have a whole she mechanic. whispers something. She she whispers something. Um, and then she pulls out the old man rock to show Ivy, so Ivy can do an Arcana check on the old man rock. Okay. Seventeen. So with that, you do get a very, very, very faint magical feel from it, but not in like a sense that would make you worried. But you do get, you know, this could be something. This might have been one of the rocks that Alara was looking for. Um, This could have been one that could be used for certain runes and for other things. You don't feel magic in it Mm. in the sense that it's like because you've seen the other ones. You've seen the ones that clearly do things. It's not like those, but you can tell this has the capacity of doing things. But it's not going to combust. No, it's not about to blow up. Ivy sighs and goes, Okay, keep your rock. But please, for the love of everything, do not put magic in it. Oh, no, of course not. Okay. I wouldn't even know how to do that. And according to that guy over there, you can't even do that. Well, he's a, he's an asshole. I don't know what to tell you. He seems so charming at first. <laughs> he's not a dick. He's just, he's an academic. He is a dick. Okay, I got a 19 on my deception roll. What am I lying about again? I already forgot. You are lying about whether or not you found anything other than rocks in the mines. Right, okay. He barely beats you with a dirty 20. And he goes... He looks at you and he just is like, what else did you find in the mines? I I know it couldn't just be rocks. 
if you'd like, we can step away from from my colleagues here. And he gestures to the other two scientists in the room. Ferris locks eyes with Alara and gestures towards his back with his backpack, kind of like insinuating he can give one of his if she prefer. Um, fuck. Well, your friend already told me that you have all encountered a few of these supposedly magical rocks. Yes. Um, it, it's like I said, I mean, all you have to do is, is inquire with the mining company. There is a lot of weird stuff going on down there. And it sounds like you should write a paper. Well, I wrote a letter to my parents and to, um, no, I mean, it sounds like your discoveries should be published. Have you thought about bringing it to the symposium? Uh, um, Inside check. What is he trying to do? What is he after here? Go ahead. This seems oddly shifty to me. 19. He looks at you both and you get this feeling that he's a man of science. That's a logical thing to do. You find something weird. You figure something weird out. You put it into a paper. You present it. You go for funding, do further research, do more writing. <laughs> but you get this feel you get the vibe that he's a man of science. This is just what you do. You especially when you're a student, get your name out there. You got to write papers. It's at this point quantity over quality. I mean, yeah, quality matters because you're learning and you're a student, but quantity. The more you write, the more likely you are to get published. Okay. I'm going to look back at Varys and then I'm going to make eye contact with uh, with Ziva and Ivy and I'm going to pull out my two letters that I had in my hand kind of, you know, well, I already I already wrote them in these two letters. So I guess the word was going to get out anyway. And I, I don't think it's it's something that that we can handle. I don't even know if it's something that you all can handle. Um, we found I can a pull, portal. I can I can. We what? We found a portal. In the bottom of the mine to the nine hells. Okay, so I this is what I imagine right now. I imagine that Ziva and Ivy are both trying to hide behind each other. So like Ziva goes behind Ivy, Ivy goes behind Ziva. <laughs> We're just slowly backing up. It's more like <laughs> it's more like Ivy sort of slowly pulls Ziva behind her with Bia perched on her shoulder. Should I have not done that? I don't know. Did I make a big mistake? Too late now. <laughs> That's okay. It's doubt now. He looks at you and he says, you closed it, right? I'll point at Ivy. Um, yeah, she um, she smashed it up real good. In a totally normal way. Did, did anything come out? Anything? Yes. Um, yes, a few things. It tasted funny. I'm glad it tasted funny, but what came out? Uh, imps and some sort of... Um, Worm creature, I believe. It spoke common. Yep, and it's dead as a doornail. Okay, good. And you close the and you and you close the portal. Well, we we yeah, it was it was tiny. Um, but you managed to close it. Yes, yes, it's okay. gone. Close, smashed to bits. Same difference. Smashed, I think, is the better word but you did it it's no longer open i think while this whole conversation's going on ziva's getting more and no. more nervous and she's like get smaller get smaller hide get smaller and she starts to glow and all of a sudden she reduces in size by half <laughs> accidentally accidentally casting enlarge reduce on herself please cast of wisdom saving throw no fire. Uh, wisdom. Yeah, no fire, please. I'm already making myself tiny. <laughs> um, my wisdom, uh, that's an 11. Saves, right? No? Uh, yeah, 11 yeah, saves. 11 yeah, 11 saves. saves. So, yeah, so so she she all of a sudden, like, the the kind of, like, ethereal, the, the sort of mixture of colors swirls around her, and she just kind of, like, like, in the cartoons when you see something shrink, she just is like, shh, 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 shh. And, and she's now she's now a small creature. Elisander also has his back to you guys, um, and he's looking at 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 Alara, and he just, I need you to know how absolutely terrifying it is to know that there was a, a portal 
in the mountain to the nine hells of all places. And I need you all to know how truly brave you must have been to deal with that on your own. There aren't many adventuring parties around that would deal with that. That would le- would actually. Oh no, we 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 didn't know that we were. Oh no, the core four would definitely do a great job. Oh yes, I heard so many wonderful things about them. He looks over and he's like, "Why are you smaller now, Siva? Are you okay? She's having a, hard, a difficult couple of days. Um, okay. yeah, she's okay. But no, we we didn't go in to do that. Um. We were just looking for rocks and we heard that something was was hurting people in the mines and we we stumbled on it, to be honest with you. But you could have left it. You could have left it and not done anything. You yeah, did something. Okay, that's fair. You did something good. We did. And the fact that you were able, I know you said it was small and tasted funny, but you, you were able to close it. There, we've been trying to close... A portal in the south for years and we cannot close it. It will not close. Which one? It's one just outside of the Obscurity Mountains. It's the one that we've been monitoring for years. It just, we can't get it to shut. So that's why we just leave it at this point. We monitor. I would like to give you all my card, if that's all right, so that I can... Should I hear about any other any other portals opening up? Clearly, you you all are people that can deal with this, that can work on it at least, and won't run away like so many others. Yeah, sure, sure. He hands you, Alara, a card that seems to be not made like it may. It looks like it's made of gold, but it's a card, and it says, you know, Alessandro Delange. It has his home address in Kalar. Jeez. And as well as a code that you could put into a sending stone to connect with him. Hmm. Should you need to. Essentially like a like a telephone. And he just goes, I haven't heard of many, but there have been a few that have opened up around Oria. And I dread, dread to find out if anything has come through. I'm hoping they're all, the ones that I've heard of are, have either been closed at this point or... That they're too small to get through, that for things to get through, you know, imps can get through such a small space. I just, I, I pray that everything, everything we've worked for stays safe. Two questions. Well, two things. So uh, one thing is, is um, at the, the mention of the portal... Ziva's starting to understand things that are going on. So she understands that this portal that they mention and the Obscurities Mountain is a big deal. So she's holding Ivy's hand, but not stepping in front because she realizes that that's just going to make things more suspicious. And the other thing is, is does did this guy have something he's already made? He, he's already made it seem like he's been around for a very long time. Was he part of the initial council that ordered for the portals to be closed? Is that something that Zima would know? Can we roll know? a history check? You guys can roll a history check. I feel like that's a fair assumption. 19. I got a 25. Give me one second. So I'm just going to say this while you're doing that. Mm-hmm. You guys, I think, are starting to notice that Alara is... Holding her composure together by a fucking thread is the only way that I think I can I can describe it. Her breathing pattern is starting to change and she is just barely holding it together. I would like to stealth over because I have a certain red rock that has been in her pocket, not in her pouch. And so um, it is not at all discreet because that was a seven. (laughs) But tiny Ziva uh, goes over and like, I'm going to also sleight of hand. That's much better. That's a 15. Sleight of hands, her red rock. I think it was red, right? It was, yes. It's a piece of, yeah, it's a spinel, yeah. Into um, Alara's hand and then goes and hides behind Varys. Aw, thank you. I don't say that out loud, but I am thanking you. (laughs) 
And I'll put my hand in my pocket. Just happy to have your... My rock. My worry stone. So, Alara got a 25. What did Varys get? 19. 19. What did Ziva get? Three. Ziva doesn't know Jack. Ziva doesn't know anything when it comes to this stuff. She knows a lot about a lot of other stuff, but not this. Um, history was not your favorite subject. Oh, no. <laughs> so you you guys would know that he he's not coming up as like one of the people on the council at the time, or especially not the, the president. Alara especially would know that he has been in Oria, like he has been part of Oria's history, like written down history, been part of the story public story at least you know that he's been around and making scientific discoveries for about 250 to 300 years like that's been the biggest part and he was already like a couple hundred years old at that point remember he's an elf but he was not on the council he was not the president at the time um the president at the time was in fact a a human man named Salvador Casco, Caspo. But regardless, just by the way that he's speaking right now. You know that he's seen some shit. Yeah. I don't necessarily want to bring this up. If he is this old, he would know what an Eladrin is, right? Yes. So he would know based on Ivy's looks. He, he you can do an insight check. Okay. It doesn't help that we've all been super shit. 22. Yeah. No, he he's even without this, he's on to the whole shebang. I have no doubts about that, which is why Laura wants to get the fuck out of here. So in both directions, like he seems to be neutral about the concept of you being in a ladron. Interesting. He's not surprised by it. He's not happy by it. He's not scared by it. Cool. You're just a person to him. Works for me. So he was handed. He handed you a card. Should you find yourself in Kalath? You are more than welcome to come for dinner at some night. Just let me know. Should I hear more details about any... I'll put, I'll put my feelers out there again to listen for more information about the, the portals that I've heard of opening around Aurea again. Should I get information that merits intervention? How would you all feel about me giving you that information and seeing if you could sort it out for us? You're clearly a group that it wants to do good, and this is all for good. Works for me. Yeah, I, I, th I, I wouldn't ask if I didn't think you could handle it. I think it's really great that you're putting this much confidence in us, and we'll surely do our best. And I, I think I'll well, take the card. He looks at you and he goes, "A pupil of royal spots of Rohis themselves. They that that can't be a bad person to trust." Yeah. Um. Sure. I mean, if you're not comfortable with it, it's perfectly fine. I understand. I, I'm a bit of a stranger to you all, I'm sure. A little bit, you know, just, um, you know, the head of all the scientific organizations uh, is in this random town and is offering to... Um... <laughs> you can't blame me. The, the, I got information about the rocks and then the fact that I got to see the... the, the falling star festival at the same time it's just too enticing of a an academic meal for me to avoid you should also check out the troop they're very cool oh well i'll take that into consideration i heard there was a fire there yesterday though i don't know what you're talking about <laughs> how long does enlarge reduce last i don't know it's, it's concentration oh, christ <laughs> You can drop it at any time. It's concentration. You can, you can drop it at any time. Oh, in, in general, she can, but she doesn't know how she did this right oh, now. Right. I love that. Is there anything else you guys want to ask him or talk to the other two about? Nope. We got a lot of information. Okay. My feelings have ricocheted all over the place for this Same. guy. Same. Same. Would you, where would you guys like to go next? It's probably around two in the afternoon at this point. Two to three in the afternoon, you have about, eh, it won't be until about eight o'clock, nine o'clock that the Nishadi temple to have their events. I mean, I would like to beeline it the fuck out of this building, um, to be quite honest with you, and then fucking figure it out when we're away from all of these people. For sure. Is my vibe. I think Barris is going to linger 
behind everyone, make sure everybody else goes ahead just in case somebody decides to get wise. And then, because he doesn't fucking trust a goddamn person in that room. <laughs> just yeah. Rule initiative. Kidding. At this point, no. Um, yeah, so I would just be like, you know, thank you again so much. It was so great to meet you. Um, I guess we'll be in touch, yeah? Of course. And just remember, you've got my, my sending stone code there. I will reach out via letter as best I can, because unless you have a sending stone, do you have a sending stone that's registered with a code? Um, do I have a sending stone that's registered no. with a code? No. No. Can I make one? Yes. Yeah. Um, not on me. Yeah. If you give me a little bit of time, uh, I can, I can get you one for sure. Um, but he goes, that sounds like a plan. If you don't get me before, before I leave Dragon's Nest in, a, in about two days time, just send it, to, just send the information to my address. You have it there. Sure. Okay. Sounds good. And I would appreciate with a little bit of discretion with your other academic friends, please do not disclose my information, my address and my contact information. Oh, no, I would. No, absolutely not. Um, I would never dream of that. You know, it, you get so many people who just want me to co-author the papers on a regular basis. You won't have to worry about that with me. Um, oh, I'm not kidding. You should definitely get that work written up and get a project going. Maybe I'll I'll look into it. I have something um that I was working Alara, on. you could Alara, you could get a lot of a lot of baggers, especially if you get do any research into the portals that you end up closing. Okay, I will um I will take it into consideration. Definitely. I mean, I'm sorry. As I'm, long as that's up your wheelhouse, that's all. Yeah. I th I think it is. Um maybe. I don't know. But um I just I'm feeling very, it's very warm in here. I feel like it's very, very warm in here. Um, I would like to assure you that we're very good at, at keeping secrets. Like, we didn't tell you about the portal for a really long time. <laughs> I appreciate that. Have a wonderful evening. I'm making my way to the door. Like, I'm making my way outside. Ivy is pulling Ziva along. I hope you all have a wonderful, wonderful evening. And he, like, claps Varys on the shoulder and just like, keep them all safe for me. Will do. Don't remind me twice. And holds the door open for the others and leaves. You hear as you're leaving. He just you just hear as you're leaving. Oh, such a good lad. Oh. <laughs> to, to, to Ivy. Ivy takes to, his hand. To, to, to Ivy. Ziva's like, oh, I think I think that guy was really lucky that he stole us his hand after that. Varys like went ramrod stiff when he felt the hand on his shoulder. Ivy take Varys. <laughs> Ivy takes Varys's hand and goes, all right, let's go, please. So yeah, I'm waiting on you all, so after you. <laughs> we all leave as a force. <laughs> and that's where we're going to leave it tonight. Yay. That was amazing. Mm -hmm. Good game, everyone. Welcome to the lore drop. We got so much information. Oh, I'm so excited. A lot Ages. of fucking things, though. Yeah, back like notes, right? Ages. So notes. many notes. I know. It was amazing. Oh my god, yeah. Good game, everyone. Good comeback. Thanks for listening, everyone. And we are so grateful for all of the continued support. Enjoying the podcast? Pull a Ziva and leave a fire five-star review. It's very helpful in getting us to reach more listeners. Like and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts and maybe tell a friend. Help us get the word out. Don't forget to follow us at Rainbow Dice Club on all social platforms. And if you want to hang out with the cast and meet some really cool people, then grab the link to our Discord in the show notes. And if you still need more, head on over to our Ko-Fi where you can get access to early episodes, character journals, deleted scenes, and more. We want to give a shout out to SG for the theme music and special thanks to our Kofi supporters. We couldn't do it without all the community support we received. April is International Autism Awareness Month, and in the spirit of it, the charity this month that we love to support and promote is ASIN, the Autistic Self-Advocacy Network. If you would like to reach out and support, we recommend you go to www.autisticadvocacy.org, or we will provide the link in the description below. All right, friends. Thanks again for listening, and we'll see you next time. And just remember that wherever you are in your journey, you are valid, you are accepted, and you are welcome at our table. Bye. 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 Bye.
Hey friends, Sapria here. Each month, we'll be featuring a creator in the TTRPG space whose content we think you'd enjoy. So if you're a fellow podcaster, an artist, or a TTRPG content creator of any sort, and you'd like to be featured, please reach out to us at Rainbow Dice Club on any of our socials to inquire. For the month of April, we're excited to spotlight our friends at Game Master Monday. Our story begins on a ship. A sinking ship. I, I've been in a lot of close, close scenarios where I, I could have died. <laughs> Honestly, if I don't stop this, I'm probably gonna die. The gnome is named Fernella Baron Badger. She stands three feet tall, is the age of 42, and is just fucking tired of renting. I don't like how this has been turned on me, Dad. I've been turned lied to. On you. Yeah, I've been lied to my entire life. For 30 years you've been telling me one thing, and now all of a sudden, out of the blue, I'm not supposed to believe what we believed my entire life? Come adventurers, come to be healed. The quest can finally end. Game Master Monday proudly presents Defeating the Dungeon, a four-part Dungeons & Dragons miniseries. Join us every Monday this April.